coming to you from Star Studios in Denton, Texas. I'm Tom Collins Signs in Limerick, Ireland. This is Coffee with a Sign Painter, a podcast hosted by sign painter Sean Starr and Tom Collins. This groovy soundtrack was written and performed by Fergal Lawler of the Cranberries. Thanks, Fergal. Okay, record is on. I want to vent because this has been two months of very much stressful, crazy stuff going on and uh, trying to, you know, get things caught up and bills caught up and taxes caught up and everything else. And we had all of this great material for last month's episode that was recorded in Cleveland when we were up there for weapons of mass creation. And I got the audio files. And the people I was interviewing, their microphones were not recording. So, very frustrated, very upset. But what you gonna do? Uh, well, I, I, on your end, it sounded fine until you got the fa- files back, and then nothing. Yeah, we had a great interview. We had some, you know, it's really good energy. We, we, it was really cool because we got to interview this couple that we knew from here in Denton. Okay. They originally were from Cleveland that had just moved back. And, we, you know, they messaged us and said, hey, we're going to come to the thing there. Um, and so we were really excited. We were like, hey, this is super cool. And then um, did the interview. Everything went great. And the audio files are unusable. So a little frustrated with that. Uh, I bet. And look, you know, do you think maybe they might be willing to call in and have a coffee with you in person in, this, in your own in, in, you know in your own controlled environment where you could, you could you could get them to chat away again yeah um and that's the thing that's working out good is um next month they're going to be back down here for some event that they're participating in and so i'll just drag them in the studio and be able to do it then yeah. But still frustrating, I, and most of it, I think, is just I've had, and I, as I know you have as well, like the last 30 to 45 days have been insane. You know, trying to catch up, trying to, you know, uh, we, we had a, 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 a downturn where we were dead for a few weeks, um, and followed by just a massive inundation of phone calls. So then you're trying to catch up and then you're trying to keep up with everything and very stressful. I think this sure. I think this is an important thing to address for people who like are either getting into the business or have done it for a little while mm. is, you know, the the feast or famine aspect to it can get maddening at times. Yeah. And, and and exactly and learning to somehow work with that. Yeah. You know, cope with it. It's 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 a job in itself managing the stress of it, and then when things work out, it's great, and you think, you know, what was I worried about? But you know, there's always more stress around the corner. You know, it always comes to mind. Like I think this is what people who are addicted to gambling, who are sitting in Vegas in front of a slot machine, I think this is what they go through. But except I don't have, maybe this is my vice. I don't know. I don't have that vice, so I can't relate. But at the same time, I think that's the cracked out crazy feeling you get where you're like all exhilarated because like these cool projects are coming in. You're getting creative and money's coming in. Things are great. And then like 
you wake up one morning and things have slowed down and bills are coming due and IRS just sent me a letter yeah. and blah 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 blah. <laughs> The main difference, Sean, is you're not you're not sitting there in your adult diapers. You know? <laughs> well, true. Well, not yet, anyway. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there is. There is I, I know I've, I've spoken to other uh, creative people and people who are you know just you know doing something that's that's a million miles from from this, but they go through the same stuff as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it must be part of this whole thing where you um, you know you you kind of have to accept that there is this. Uh, you know this slight insane um, uh, thing that goes on when you work in a creative sphere in some way or another. That you know there's all this kind of energy that goes into it to kind of create, you know, to come up with the ideas that you have that you want to express and produce, and then all the anxiety around that, and then getting over that, and then trying to get to the place where you can do it, and then you know all those challenges. It's and, maddening. You know, it is. It's very much so. And you've all these things going going against you, like the weather and and uh, in our profession anyway. You know, it, 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 physically you're you can be up very tall buildings and on precarious scaffold and different you know obstacles and challenges there as well uh, as as all the other stuff. You know, so there's lots of, lots of things to be. Well, and, you know. and the realization you know has hit me is like, am I addicted to it? Like. If it smoothed out, would I be unhappy? And I probably would. And that's really ridiculous. It's like 25 plus years of up and down, up and down, you know, to where I, I'm like, at this point, I think if things were just consistently smooth, I might pull my hair out. So I don't know. Well, have you ever had it consistently smooth for a long period? Or has it always been, a you know, a bit like that? Uh, yeah, you know, in fairness... Um, we probably had a stretch of about five years where it was pretty consistent. Um, and you know, and you can't ever put your finger on why things shift or change and, you know, um, and it, and it's what I think what's hard is like, you know, looking over the figures, you know, for, you know, like the last 12 months or six months or whatever, it's like the, the, um, the income is staying around the same. It's just it's a lot more volatile this year for some reason. And right. so, you know, you'll you'll hit dead spots, you start panicking, then you hit a busy spot, but it's so busy it's like I don't know how to keep up with this. Yeah. And you're taking you know, I think in those periods you take more work that you would normally turn down. Yeah. The type of work especially because, you know, you're like, well that's kinda not really my bag or that's not creative enough and I don't really want to mess with it. So you're grabbing those jobs because like, well, I got to play catch up. Um, you know, so I don't know. I don't know either. And, and, to, and to, I was thinking about it the same, the same thing that uh, somebody was asking me recently about, you know, uh, planning ahead and all this kind of stuff. And, and <laughs> you know, like yourself, you know, a lot of the stuff that just kind of comes my way, I, I try and, you know, if, unless there's some really you know terrible gut feeling about the whole thing i, I try and do it mm -hmm. and, uh, a lot of this stuff you know there can be there can be delays along the way where things are suddenly held up because of other factors that have nothing to do with me but i get kind of you know a few jobs like that at the moment where, where they're sort of in limbo in the studio and you know the the the, the, the clients are are, are 
you know, they're going to need them at some point, and it's a case of, you know, they give me something to kind of keep them, you know, live to right. some extent, but not enough to, so I can finish them and get a leave. check. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, they're, they're, they're juggling other things and spinning other plates. And so I end up, like yourself, taking on other things more maybe than I should. Uh, but it's because someone somewhere hopefully will pay me out of this bundle of jobs where I can, I can you know, pay my, pay my bills and keep right. going and have enough there so I can then do other things that I need to do that I want to well, do. That and, like- then, and that brings up a whole other question, which I, you know, drives me crazy is like, are, do you do you wake up when you're in your mid to late sixties and say, "Good God, what have I done?" <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I hope I hope that you know you. I don't know. I think it's it's. I'm 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 not far off that. I mean, I'm forty six now, and you know the last kind of few years, uh, I've really I've really. Um, you know, I've, I've 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 learned a lot in the last few years more than I, I have over the last twenty years of doing this. Uh-huh. And I think what I'm le- really learning, what's really sinking in, is like, you know, geez, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, it's only a sign. You know, yeah, right? Uh, all those kind of things are beginning to really sink in. And yeah, there's a couple of jobs on, uh, that are going on around where I'm working at the moment nearby that that look like kamikaze kind of jobs that. I, I'm so grateful I'm not in the middle of them. I, like I saw them coming, and I and I stepped to one side, uh-huh. and I had enough coming through the the business and, and and the account and all that kind of stuff. And one or two clients I have from over the summer are are, are, are paying their bill in, in 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 stage payments, and they're 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 doing it on time, which is I can't believe, you know. Uh-huh. So it's taken all kinds of pressure off me to kind of say, actually, no, I don't, I don't need, so for, for, for like, for once, I, I'm in a position, it's not going to last forever, I know that, <laughs> but for once I'm in a position where I can kind of enjoy it a little bit instead of enduring it, you know, right, right. and so it's giving me back uh, a little bit of time in my hands to kind of, you know, daydream about other projects, and this is the scary thing, this is where I, I now go into messing up everything that's going really well for me by kind of daydreaming about other projects you know right. and side projects uh so I, I, have, know, I, and, I have, and that's totally cyclical too because i go through that where it's like things will kind of smooth out and the money's coming in at a, at a normal pace or whatever and so you have maybe a day or two during the week where you can just kind of start addressing other things and you kind of get used to that and then you know it's the one or the other then things will like taper down and you start freaking out and then, yeah. Or they go the other route where you're just, you know, you'll get five, six emails or phone calls in one day, you know, and you start yeah. doing bids and everything else. Next thing you know, they're scheduling and sending deposits and you're like, ah. Mm. So. Well, this thing is not for the faint hearted. And maybe in a way it's a good thing because then the, the whole market would be completely. Yeah, flipped. it weeds out a lot of people, I think, just because it's stressful stuff. Absolutely, and not everyone is able to. I mean, I I, I, I equate it to out of work actor syndrome. You know, uh, uh, there's this anxiety that's there, or it used to be there an awful lot. Where you know, I was I was working um, on something, and suddenly it would hit me in the middle of it. Ah, I've nothing lined up after after uh-huh. this, <laughs> uh, and you know, 
and and then certainly in the early days it would be it would be like like that a lot and uh, I never thought I'd be, I'd be in a position where you know the work would find me I had right. to find it so much at the beginning yeah yeah you know, do a lot of do a lot of kind of cold calling and and you know uh, I, I never went down the road of these networking kind of groups these early morning networking groups I tried that years ago it yeah. was, it was uh, not for me. <laughs> you can't stand up like you were at an AA meeting and say, I'm Sean and I'm a sign painter. Yeah, and like absolutely no one gets what it is that you do. And they're, <laughs> anyway. as, they're asking you to like, you know, uh, do a digital print banner or something. You're like, that's not at all what I do, you know. I don't know. Not for me. I, I suppose if you had a more mainstream modern digitally type of sign shop it might work out good for somebody but for someone who's yeah. creating uh one-off custom pieces you know one after another of whatever you know it's like i don't i don't think the people that are involved in those things typically really understand what the heck we're doing no and anyway do you know what do you really want to work for other people that kind of you know a lot of the time uh, within within ten seconds at the moment, especially because I have my wits about me and I'm a bit fresher after you know a few months of not burning the candle at both mm -hmm. ends, having a little bit of a break over the summer and spending a bit of time at home. Just you know, I made a pirate ship in the garden. Nice. Uh, it was brilliant. Yeah, all these kind of you know uh, power tools uh, that I was you know that I hadn't been used hadn't been used in years and. Um, it's great fun, and you know, and and uh, but anyway, I, you know, there's a few there's a few calls that come in, and my personal favourites are the ones where they don't even introduce themselves, and they just kind of go straight into what they want. Right, right. People, <laughs> I, I love the hello. How much is a sign? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I still get those on a regular basis. And it's just like, just what are you about talking about? Yeah, just straight into it. Thirty-five thousand. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, how much it is, and there's, there's a lot of dead air. You know, but yeah, you're right. It's 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 um, it's it's one of those things where, like, I want to enjoy it and not endure it anymore. And you know, life is short. I don't like my biggest fear is that I'll be in the middle of some job for some, you know, heartbreaker of a client, and that will be a game over. A grand piano will fall on me from a height, and it will be <laughs> end of story, right? And I'll have gone out on some, you know, bum note. Right. I'll have to go out on a, on a high note, you know? Yeah. yeah hopefully. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm being extremely selective, and in a way that makes them want me even more, which is the whole kind of reverse psychology backfiring on me thing right. that I expected. So I'm having a few people who won't go away you know yeah and we're we're, we're both looking down the same barrel i'm i'm 48 i turned 50 in two years and i'm like that just that number like that milestone is like holy crap i'm gonna be on that other side of that and then like you know just you gotta start figuring out things in a different way so yeah lots of contemplation going on on my end of just like you know, do I want to be, you know, 12 years down the road, 60 years old, up on a ladder on the side of a building in Texas, you know, in the hot sun? Like, that's going to probably be a pretty crappy s scenario. I don't know. Well, yeah, the thing about projecting into the future that, that far ahead is that 
and that's a, a you know it's, it's a, you know you you might you might be but wouldn't it be great if it was on your terms you know yeah right right no and and you know it, it it's not healthy to catastrophize and be like oh what'll this be like but you know it's like we've joked about before i think we both have a lot of larry david in us in our <laughs> dna somewhere it's like you know you just you, you you psych yourself out and you worry about all this stuff that in reality may never even pan out that way you know but sure what are you going to do i don't know how to shut it off no no <laughs> it, 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 the volume just goes down a little bit yeah yeah on a good day but it's always there isn't it this kind of the sort of uh this 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 this, this um this kind of autocritic, you know, of like the work isn't good enough, you know. God, you're nearly fifty, you know. You should be in a stretch limo, uh, because, <laughs> you know, driven to work by your chauffeur. You know, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's complete. Yeah, nonsense. it is. It, you it, know what? It's, it's a complete oversight of the important things, which like what you're describing, like yeah. building a pirate ship in the backyard. You know, it's like those are the important things, like what you're Completely. doing with your you family know, and friends. Yeah, if you can put enough. On the table, I know, like we all want to leave, you know, monuments to our greatness behind, like the pyramids or whatever, right? <laughs> if, you, if you can get past that, and you can just sort of say, well, you know, I put food on the table, I paid my taxes on time, you know, I haven't got, I haven't got, you know, anyone, you know, screaming at me for, you know, any anything major, and you know, uh, and 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 they're talking to you, and they, and they, you know, your friends and family want to spend time with you where you're not obsessing about work all the time right. like I used to and actually Nick, when Nicky when I first started doing this uh, Nicky used to say I just can't take this I cannot take listening to all of this <laughs> you know all of the time and then a few years went by and she actually started her business her own business uh-huh. and she said oh my god I get it now <laughs> yeah absolutely you're obsessed with it you know uh, trying to do the best you can and that's wow that's not like is that is that so bad to want to do the best you can and right. be you know, on time and be, say what you're going to yeah, do be and be passionate do. about it and to be excited and wanting to mm-hmm. you know if someone's giving you their hard-earned money you want to give them the best that you can i think that's an honorable thing yeah um, absolutely and have a bit left over for sean and and kaylee and you know your nearest and dearest yeah you know what i mean right right and that, that's not a bad thing, but I, you know, it's again, it's always a balancing act of trying to find a way to like keep yourself from going down the the dark tunnel, <laughs> yeah, while still yeah. taking care of things, you know. Well, I, I know I, there's a lot of people probably looking at what you're doing, uh, you know, from 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 their office, you know, cubicle, uh, sometimes. When you're working outside in the in the heat that you're complaining about, you know what I mean. And going, ah, wow. Oh God, this reminds me something I was going to mention to you. I, I know we were uh, messaging um, or last week. Uh, just this scenario of this job that went south that just added to all of the stress. You know, um, okay. it, so imagine the the receptionist desk is eight feet behind you. And you're painting this wall with this multicolored logo stripe, you know, very geometric. So everything's got to be dead on. Okay. So I had Cole with me and we're, you know, laying this all out and we get everything looking, you know, right and everything. We start um, 
rolling out the, the these stripes with different colors that overlap. Okay. And we had we were using painters tape, low tack painters tape, which is made to make that clean edge without peeling anything up. Yeah. And no bleeds. We go and we start peeling, and huge chunks of the original color peeling off the wall. Yeah, the binder just it's it's the 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 earth stop, stops rotating yeah. in that moment. Yeah, yeah it's you awful. know, like in the movies where it goes and it's like a close up <laughs> on a guy's head or whatever. That was it's that scene, moment. Yeah, it's the scene in Jaws when when uh, yes, the guys yes. eat and yeah, <laughs> it's awful. It's terrible. It really is. And, yeah. and a binder, a binder, a binder. Right next awful. to the reception desk is a glass window, a, a bank of glass windows that is. The entire um, people that run this company are all sitting in there having a conference meeting, watching as we're ripping massive amounts of paint off their wall. And how much? How much are we paying that guy? Yeah, exactly. I, you know these conversations were happening, and you know you're you're like every inch. You're like, please God, don't yeah. let there be more that comes off. And then more and more and more. It it looked like the most cancerous, horrible thing, and there was no way to fix it and remedy it properly. Um, well, this this also leads into kind of you know like you know we're we're still learning all the time, and 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 sometimes you know these tapes they promise the earth and they they don't deliver, you know, and well, the walls. It, it was very clear what had happened, though. Is um, this company had just moved in. They're on the 10th floor of this high-rise downtown Dallas, this super snooty thing. And whoever had painted this wall, they had it painted this special color, and then we were going to do our part on top. And whoever had painted it, you could tell that they put the, uh, the, the mud down. I don't know if this is the same thing you guys have over there, but it, it's basically like... Um, uh, what would you call it? Uh, like a primer push or something? Nah, nah, yeah, it's, but it, it, it's thicker, so it, it like smooths out all the rough spots and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So they, filler, surface filler kind of. A yeah, filler, basically. So they, they had put that down, but it wasn't completely dry. And then they painted over it. And they painted over it. And you could even see spots where it was bubbling through, you know, like the yeah. moisture was trying to get out. So yeah. then, of course, as we lay tape on it, it's ripping in huge sections. Unfortunately, the, the, the client just sees what you did, not well, what they did. Yeah, you know, we, that was the first day. We, we, we got the original paint. They had a gallon of it in the back. We got that. We touched everything up. From straight on, it looked pretty good. Kind okay. Of. And, yeah, um, but like it's matte, right? It's kind yeah, of a yeah. hey, water-based matte. Really, you can you can get it away with murder. Pretty good, right? So, yeah. but then the next morning, we come in and there's a different guy that I hadn't interacted with, and he's like, you know, what's the deal with this? What's the deal with this? And he's picking everything mm -hmm. out, and I just, you know, fortunately, there was enough evidence that okay, you've got this issue with your wall because there's bubbling and stuff that we didn't, yeah. you know, notice when we taped it out. But still, you're just like, your heart sinks and you're like... You are, because you're defending, you're defending. And yeah. actually, as a person, you're supposed to be expressing, expressing. But instead, you end up defending, defending. You know, it's really... Right. It's not our DNA, you know? It's no. And, and then, of course, since that happened, when we go into the other room to paint this big logo on the wall, 
you know, then the guy's like, are you sure that's level? Are you sure this, this? Are you sure that space is right? And so I'm, then I'm having to verify and show him with the tape yeah. measure that it's all dead on and everything else. And it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, just so good Lord, I'm so done with this kind of a thing, you know? So, yeah, yeah. but the, that, the, that part of the, the job came out flawless. So right. hopefully so, we're good. I don't know. Yeah. Well, look, they're, they're the days you just have to have to swallow hard and get through, you know, isn't it? Yeah. No, there's nothing else you can do. You know, and yeah. I even told the guy, he's like, you know, we noticed in, when we were doing our conference yesterday that, you know, all this paint was peeling. And I said, look, I said, I made a judgment call. You had two choices. Either I stopped midstream with your wall looking terrible and said, you guys got to get this wall redone and repainted. We'll come back when it's fixed. Or we can, you know, try to get it dialed in and so that it looks presentable, which is what we did. And he respected that. He was like, okay. And fortunately, he did say, too, he said, I understand what you're saying because the house I just had built is having the same problem with the sheetrock. So He was okay. I think so. You know, I mean, I still haven't received the final part of my payment, so we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Well, look. I'm sure it'll be all right, you know. Uh, it's good, but I think you know, in those situations, you kind of, you know, in the early days, again, I, I you know, you, it's harder to find your voice, and it's harder to kind of say, actually, there, this is what's going on here. This is really what's going on. And I know, uh, for me, I, I, I mightn't have been as not. I don't know if I wasn't uh, able to be as assertive, maybe, or as I don't know. In those, they're confrontational situations. They're not easy situations right. to be in. Years, of, years ago, on. I would have backed down and, and been yeah. like, you know, oh, this is my fault kind of a thing. And it's like, no, this is clearly not my fault. I've done these type yeah. of jobs a million times using tape. This is not my problem. This is your problem. Yeah, I like to, I like to tell them it's a YP, not an NP. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't know how that would go over, but there you go. <laughs> I know, but listen, come here. This is, again. This is this is getting back to this thing about kind of you know uh, having to take on stuff that you don't always really want to do. But you know when you're in a position to kind of work for. The jo- do the jobs you want and work for the people you want to work for and you know it's all going well those t- issues they, 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 when when and if they do come up they're never a big issue because you're you know you're you're, you're it's like you know it's, it's it's more fun based kind of lighter you're you know what i mean uh, and and things if they if they do come up like i'm on a job at the moment god uh and there's a, a crack in the window these huge windows okay Oh, is that the one you're doing all that silver leaf on? Yeah. Or yeah, white white gold gold. and silver. Yeah. Yeah, combo. And uh, but you know, it's actually it's okay because we had it checked out and it's structurally all right. It's just you know, and it's and it's type of glass that it 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 will never explode or fall in. You know, it'll just. You know the crack is getting is as big as it's ever going to get. But it just looks. Everyone goes, oh, what's the story with the crack? Right. And uh, so I think we're going to cosmetically hide it with some you know uh, design element or something yeah yeah uh, and it'll just take your eye away from it uh, you know but the thing is uh, they have these um, this guy this, this guy came in to clean the windows because there was all all these other uh, vinyl lettering and uh, designs on it uh-huh. uh, I, I said Look, you need to get someone in to clean up 
clean up the windows, get them ready for, for me. And uh, so this guy came in, a very nice guy, French guy. And we were having, we were talking about Van Morrison, writing songs about window cleaners. A nice guy, you know, chatting right. away. And uh, uh, he, he did a really good job. And then I came in and I kind of went at it in the on the area that I was working on with the bonhomie, just to kind of you know get it really squeaky right. clean. And even though we're going for a distressed kind of chipped antique effect, he still wanted to kind of he still wanted the the the, the water to kind of you know work in a certain way and sometimes if you don't have the surface really clean it goes into these weird you know sort of almost like you know the, the Terminator 2 movie where the guy kept kind of you know they couldn't kill him and it kept right. kind of, it goes wherever you, know. you don't want it to go exactly uh, but this is this was so I cleaned it off and I was working on it and then a, a, a cleaning company came in to steam clean the kitchen and all the condensation was hitting the glass, and I couldn't. You know, there was a couple of days where I said, "Listen, I'm, I'm out of here. I can't right, work right. on this. I'll come back when, when it's when it's further when you're further along." And there's loads of of, of um, you know, there's loads of other things that can I can be doing. You know, so I didn't. It didn't put me out. Their deadline is kind of a bit flexible, so it was fine. And uh, but I came in one day just to kind of check on something, and uh, all the um, all the old vinyl. Uh, lettering that had been on the windows over various different businesses, you could still you could see it on, on the glass through the steam. So the the condensation was was, was oh kind of yeah the ghosting or whatever ghosting, yeah. yeah yeah and and it was I, I, I mean it was just this horror of oh no you know uh, what have I done you know what have I got? because I started work on it I'm going to do all this work again and, right. and then the second it had evaporated it was fine it was perfect and yeah. and you could. For the life, you know, if you if you had to swear on a Bible that you saw it, you could, you know, nobody would believe you because right. it wasn't there, you know. And I remember saying to the designer, I said, "Look, just letting you know, if if you if you do have a steam buildup going on, you know, it's going to be because of X, Y, and Z." But my area is fine uh-huh. where I've done, <laughs> you know. And he was laughing it off, saying, "Look, come here, look, the, you know, the clients chose not to replace the windows. The landlord didn't, you know, didn't want to." incur the cost of it they had someone come in and check it out it's fine you know uh so it was, but again you're in that moment for a couple of seconds where you kind of think oh no i'm gonna to have to do all this again and you know for free and you spent a bunch of days on it and, yeah uh, look so okay here's the segue so cole bridges who has worked um with me for four years now i think um I don't know if you've ever interacted with Cole. Uh, I might have had a, the odd Instagram, you know, well, comment he, here he and there. Well, he just walked in. Ah. So why don't you ask him some questions? <laughs> Bring him on. There you go. Talk into that. Well, howdy doody. Hi, Cole. How are you? Good. Nice to meet you in person. Nice kinda. to meet you. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> So, welcome to the hot seat. He said, ask me hard questions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, what, kind of, um, what kind of breakdance moves can you bust out on the air? Uh, some pretty horrible ones. Like, not, <laughs> nothing too great. Um, just enough to embarrass myself and make other people laugh. So, that works for me. Uh, nothing too great. I tried the head move once and I hit something and then decided to try to spin on your head. Wasn't a good idea. Do people still do that? Uh, 
not for long, I think, because there's a lot of neck problems that come on afterwards if you continue to do so, I think. But it wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I was 15, 16, the whole breakdance thing kicked off, you know? Oh, yeah? And yeah, we, like suddenly everybody was kind of listening to Grandmaster Flash and Run DMC and all this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, it was fun actually for a while, you know. It's, oh, and it was, it's like How, all, so what moves can you break down? Can you do some? St- can you still break down some moves? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm 46 now. We're, we just covered that before you came in. We're, <laughs> we're trading aches and pains and war stories. But uh, <laughs> I have to say that uh, the, odd, the odd time I'm watching something on MTV or something, and uh, and there's someone doing these kind of you know, semi-breakdance kind of moves. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's from my time. Yeah, I like it. That's my time. <laughs> it's still around somehow. Yeah. So how old? How old are you? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. I had to think about it. Twenty-four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Same age I I, I I I was when I when I took up a brush for the first time. Oh yeah. Sign cool. Yeah. But you've been at it a few years now, right? Yeah. Uh, when I moved back to the states, um, I needed some work, and my parents had just met uh, Sean. And uh, he asked. He needed. He needed an apprentice because he didn't have anyone around that would really working on it. And so yeah. I started working with him. And where, where where were you living before that? I lived for a year in China and then a year in um, uh, New York. Cool. Yeah. How do you How do you end up in China? Just teaching English. I wanted to go explore a little bit and check it out. But, right. Uh, Was it a good experience? Oh, I love. It. I miss it a lot. Actually, I love it over there. Okay. Right. Different uh, world. People are great. They- yeah, they really are. They're, they're, um, I love the hospitality of people. Sure. Really sweet. And the food, of course. Man, I miss the food so much. So much. Actually, we, Sean and I just went to a Chinese restaurant the other day that had some like really good, legitimate Chinese food. Cool. We threw down. I had stuff all over my shirt. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> then we tried to go somewhere afterwards, and I was just like, man, I look like a three-year-old just got in a food fight. But, you know, it was all right. It was worth it. What's that? It was worth it. It was good. Yeah. No, I, I, a, a friend of mine was, was, was there uh, and he was telling me that the, the street food, like you see some really crazy stuff on the street, you know? Oh, yeah. Like uh, uh, insects and, and, and fried, deep fried insects. And, well, you know. and it, they sound, it sound, it's going to sound crazy too. They sound grosser than they are because they're deep fried. So it's kind of like, it, <laughs> and then they're, they're like seasoned with stuff. So at a certain point, it's like whatever the seasoning tastes like, it just tastes like crunchy seasoning. So okay. It's like a crout- yeah. like a flavored crouton. So. Well, I, I remember once I uh, went to a French restaurant trying to impress the Spanish girl I was going out with at the time, <laughs> and uh, I didn't know what I was ordering. It was all in French, and these snails, <laughs> these snails came out. And I was, oh no! But I had to kind of go, oh right. And she was, yeah, you're having this, yeah, uh, escargot. You're having escargot. I was like, yeah, yeah. And you know, their little horny heads were sticking out. <laughs> yeah. and I was, and there's like this kind of whole apparatus in, in picking them up and, you know, clamps and picking weird them stuff. out and yeah. Yeah. And it was absolutely horrendous looking. But I tell you, it, it tasted fantastic. It tastes like chicken. Aren't they? Yeah. Probably, yeah. It's really, really good. There's this you know? Chinese dish they have with them and they kind of season them and they, they stir fry them. And it, they'll give you a bucket of stir fried snails. And you see the guys just, they'll be sitting back on these little plastic chairs and like fold out tables. And okay. they just have their toothpick, and they're just picking them out and eating them. But they're delicious. On the street. Yeah. Just as you walk downtown, right? Yeah. Okay. We have this thing as well here uh, called periwinkles. Periwinkles, huh? Yeah, periwinkles, and they're 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 again little um, teeny tiny shellfish. Huh. 
that you get here in in uh, you know um, in, in small little uh, pollicles or like little coves where, where you'd have rocks and the waves come in and you know so they're freshwater um, uh, shellfish and um, periwinkles so you can buy them by the bag and they're really really salty hmm. and t- tiny little things but you pick them out with a needle oh really they're that small huh yeah yeah huh. and I've never seen them anywhere else I've, I, maybe you know because we're on the Atlantic side of the um, uh, uh, Western Europe I, I, maybe you might get them in Scotland but you, you don't really see them anywhere else in, you know around Europe that I've hmm. traveled anyway you know, but you get these little kind of paper bags full of them, and everybody just eats them in just the summer. Just kind of snack on them. Yeah, oh, you know. Cool. And, and I, I was a kid. I used to think, oh my god, this is that's a, disgusting. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and um, oysters as well. My my dad used to love eating oysters, and and again, I'd run out of the room if I saw saw him eating them. Uh, and then years later, I, I you know I was drunk. I tried one. <laughs> oh, <that sucks>. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the first guy that tried it had to probably been drunk too. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Those scary looking things. <laughs> so you guys working on something there today? Uh, I just got back from checking out a job down in Dallas and doing some measurements and you know, seeing what the client wants on stuff and breaking down. I gotta work with him on maybe something um, we can design for it. But okay, very good. Kind of just working on that today. Yeah, and, and, and are you enjoying this at the, at the moment? I love the work. The uh, the ups and downs of it kind of gets you a little bit sometimes. That's the hardest part. If it like, of course, with anything, if you had to steady, it'd be perfect. It'd be like the yeah, best. Yeah. Um, we were just that, talking about that. Yeah. Huh? We were, we were just talking about that. Ah, okay. It, it's still, it's still all, you know, it, it can still be like that all these years later. You know, yeah. it just gets, you just have to learn to kind of somehow manage that and not feed that, you know, anxiety when it comes up about it. Yeah, that's right. We uh, Sean and I talk about a lot in the rides to and fro different jobs. Um, just really kind of discuss. Okay, well, maybe what else we might do with this, or just different outlets and stuff. And it's, it's yeah, fun to yeah. talk about, but it's also you know provides some insight on what we can do to stay steady. You know. Well, you, you can you can get periods as well where you, where you get so busy there isn't time left over to do small things. Yeah. And so then you kind of go, oh, damn it! I wish during that period I I. I could have, you know, enjoyed it more instead of worrying about it more. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a stretch, I think, a few years ago where it was two... Sean, it was like two or three jobs a week, right? Just yeah. really big ones. And mm-hmm. I wasn't the one having to design them or anything. I was just there to paint. So for me, it wasn't that bad. I was kind of, oh, that's cool. But poor Sean was just... I think it was, it was stressful, yeah. you know? And you don't get to enjoy the job as much. No, but, that's true. That's yeah. true. And you're dealing with, you know, you're, you're back and forth with the client and you're managing all their expectations and you're trying to hit the deadline. Yeah, there is a lot. Uh, and I suppose this is what we were saying earlier, that when you come into this profession, uh, you know, and I think we were all in our mid-twenties when we started doing this, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, you know, um, it's not really something that, uh, you know, a lot of the time you're kind of, you're, 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 you know, you're wondering when's a, when you're going to turn that corner when it just becomes steady. And it's, it always seems to be like a ton of work or nothing. Yeah. And then, you know, trying to manage the, 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 the bills and all the other commitments you have where you want to kind of continue to do this kind of stuff. And so you have to remember to put a bit aside and, you know, for a rainy day and there'll be a lot of rainy days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Speaking of rainy days, we're in right now. 
So therefore, you're inside. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but you're right. You gotta kind of. It makes you have to plan ahead for stuff and think about the future a little bit more. Especially yeah, if you if you if you want to, you know, have a family and have you know other, you know, things that you want to do. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's easy if you're just trying to be very simple and not have any plans to do anything, and it's a little bit easier, maybe. But yeah, yeah, I don't have kids right now. I'm, I'm married, but um, it'd be difficult to do with kids. I feel like just sure. I, I have one of my best friends I grew up with. His his dad's a sign painter in the same area that we live in, and right. uh, he's actually my first exposure to sign painting. And I worked with him, uh, Randy Stark. Okay. But um, I, when I came back, I did two big jobs with him before I met Sean and started regularly doing it but um, that's what my friend had said he, it was hard for him because he, he was, was like do I go and keep working with my dad and pursue sign painting or do I try to do something else because he, he grew up where you know you have your, your rainy days but then you need, like, there'd be one month where you just kill it and do really really good and then it was just up and down up and down so he had a hard time with it so he'd eventually he knows how to sign paint and do all that stuff but he doesn't really do that anymore but uh, that was like his hard part with trying to stick with it. But he loves it too. Yeah, well, that's the thing, and and because you do, and it's clear that you do love it. And I've been, I have been following you on Instagram and ah, okay. seeing you know work with Sean as well over the years. I mean, you know, you're you're going great. You know, you should you you know, it's, and you can see that your heart is in it. You know, and I mean that comes it comes across with all the people that are are, are lifers. I think you know. <laughs> <laughs> you find a way to make it work, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've tried. I've worked in a few different fields, and this one I just—you might struggle in any field, but at least this one you can really enjoy the work you do with it. And it, I think it's meaningful stuff. You make places look pretty. You put stuff there and make yeah. places look good, and I help people's businesses out with it. And I think it's a good field to be in for those things. Well, you know, uh, yesterday I watched the Magnificent Seven. I've been wanting to see that. Did you like it? I did, because okay. I love the original. Okay. And, you know, my criticisms of it are few and far between. I mean, the only thing I can really say that I, I wish there was more of was the theme tune, you know, the, the big, you know, Magnificent Seven theme uh -huh. tune. Uh, there's, there was so many times where it looked like it was kind of going there, uh -huh. and it just kind of changed its mind. <laughs> at the moment. But, you know, but the, what, what really made it for me was the, was the, uh, were the sets and the signs. And there was so much of it. Was it were and they pretty accurate? They, I felt they were okay. because uh, you know uh, they were loose and they were a little bit amateur looking at times, you know, and uh, like maybe you know the blacksmith did it or something, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It might and be close to what happened, maybe. What's that? Might be close to what happened back then with those. This movies. is the thing, yeah. I, I, I remember talking to Sean about this before. I mean, the, the, you know, um, then there was, there was a, you know, there was, a, there was some really nice work in a saloon on a saloon door, and at one stage there's a big shootout, and I'm, I'm terrified that they're going to shoot the <laughs> door and it's going to get smashed up. But in every western I've ever seen, there's always like a guy that goes through the window, uh -huh. and of course. I went through the window, you know, and yeah. took out some lettering with him, and uh, and I remember my my old my old um, uh, my old uh, instructor, my old sign writing instructor, the trade school I went to, uh, Jerry Fitzgibbon. He used to, he used to always joke about how back in the Wild West, the guys who had the most work were the sign writers, and the sign painters. <laughs> you know, all the guys falling through windows, and you know, guys shooting mirrors behind bars with the lovely gold. Uh -huh. 
excuse signs getting smashed up. And, Do you ever imagine yeah. yourself being a sign painter back then and being like, ah, oh, man, not again. Well, okay, well, it's actually not too bad. You know, good for business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you might even be the guy shooting them out and then going to the next <laughs> Some little business card. sign painter vigilante shooting out windows at night. But I mean, I, 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 would, would those kind of jobs be really locked into kind of unions and and all of that kind of you know specialist trades, and they'd be hard to break into, I'd imagine, would they? Yeah, and I mean, particularly you're going to go probably over to Hollywood for that kind of stuff, and and there's some schools for it. So I don't, I haven't really tried in that mm. area. Um, that's not necessarily the route I came about sign painting with. So I just. Okay. What I've known is pretty much what I've learned from Sean about stuff. Um, well, uh, Sean has promised me that if I ever come to Texas, we're going to do uh, Wild West uh, signs. Oh yeah, for yeah, for the showdown. <laughs> oh hey, we'll get some we'll get some, we'll get some showdown going on. <laughs> and barbecue afterwards. <laughs> Hell yeah, get some real good barbecue. <laughs> yeah, Sean always brags about being out there by you and coming to visit you. He loves that area. He had a good time. Well, yeah, and you're very welcome if you ever get over here yourself with your better half, you know. We'll, oh, we had a visitor last week in California, uh, Sean Glasby. Glasby? Glasby? Okay. I don't, I don't uh, know. Really, really good guy. Um, uh, I can't remember where exactly it's in California. Uh, it's a Gla- Glasby, an unusual surname, and it's S-E-A-N-N. So you, you have to tell Sean that he has, he has to add another N to his <laughs> Because all the cool kids in California are doing it. Yeah. I don't care. Now, he doesn't care. He said he doesn't care how they do it there. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, that could be a good idea for a t-shirt, Sean. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, were, and again, he just showed up because he was over here. Uh, I think, he, actually, he, he, he's coming back in a couple of weeks with a, with a crew of guys from Brooklyn oh. who are doing, um, yeah, they're like, um, I, I can't remember what they're called, but they're, they, they're doing the Google Google have a huge build headquarters here, hmm. European headquarters in Dublin, Tax and they're. <laughs> Sean goes tatch dodging. Yeah, oh, completely. <laughs> uh, actually, here's a little uh, uh, plug for where I am at the moment. Uh, I'm in the Apple Store. Oh right yeah. Called CompuV, and they've, they they facilitated these Skypes from time to time. Because when I'm working in town, I, I just come in and I know them, and they've, they've they've allowed me to do this here, you know. Oh, cool. Uh, but again, it's all like I mean, their whole European operation just funnels through Ireland. Uh-huh. So yeah, anyway, listen. Um, but yeah, they, they they're, they're coming back in a couple of weeks to a whole crew of them to to abseil down this building and 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 knock out this job. Wow. All yeah, all the patterns are coming in, all pounced, and they're just. You know, and I said, God, like uh, November, uh, October, November in Ireland is is like it's the rainy season. So ah, we don't mind. We'd be down in the pub if we can't work. You know, getting paid for. <laughs> is it usually? Does it get pretty like heavy rain, or is it just kind of a light constant? Uh, yeah. Well, I suppose it, it, there's upside down rain. There's 45 degree angle <laughs> rain. Every kind of rain you could possibly imagine here. You know. <laughs> Uh, and the summers seem to be wetter now than the than the winters. Ah, okay. it's, just, oh, it's global warming, but um, yeah, that'd be a hard yeah. job to do then. It is. It's very difficult. Yeah, it really is. You, you do. You really have to kind of, uh, you know, make hay while the sun shines, and you know, uh, have a good studio set up where you can produce the work on boards and as much as you can there, right? As much as you can there, you know. So 
it's 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 one of those things that uh, you know it's, it's a pity that we don't have better weather because I, I I envy you guys in your hundred degree you know oh yeah <laughs> I did actually I know it sounds mad but it's just like we're all we all wish what we had we you know we all wish we had what the right. other people had you know then yeah. we, you have it then you go oh no what I had was fine you yeah know? it's always a little greener but I mean we do have a pretty constant good weather so that is pretty good we always got this year's been particularly rainy but other than that. It's always usually pretty sunny. You can always get a good sweat out of something. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> like a like a sauna. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much so like a sauna. More like a like an oven, yeah. Okay. Just baking on you. Yeah, well that's the thing, you know, it's just uh, you have to factor that into the paint and uh, the drying and all that kind of stuff. The window work particularly, it can make that um very difficult. That sure. oil glue that oil size can um, dry up quick. Yeah, I had that problem last week. I was, I was in the mid, I'm in the middle of it now still. I'm, I'm, I'm on the water gilding side of it. But last week I was doing the oil gilding, and it suddenly the sun came out. Uh oh. Yeah, and it, it like, you know, it, I, I checked it after a while. I was using uh, three hour size, and I checked it after after I know, about an hour and a half, and it was still tacky. And um, about 20 minutes later, it was bone dry. Wow. Yeah. So I had to resize again. And, yeah, you know, we just yeah. had that. We were doing a different gold leaf job, but it wasn't water. It was oil gilding, I think. But the, uh, earlier down, lower on, uh, where I guess the sun hadn't hit as much and the heat hasn't risen too, it was it was fine. After I had, I don't know, what was it 15, 20 minutes, 20 minutes for those, and it was fine. But then I got up top and it was five ten, and it, so it was dry by the time I went to go put leaf on it. So I had to do it over again. But Man. it's all right. Well, look, these are the things. You, it forces you to work quickly, and you know you can never really get too distracted from from what you're doing. And I'm still learning that myself the hard way, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's interesting because you might because sometimes I've came home and I'm just like, man, I am exhausted today. And I'm like, I mean, I don't, I didn't feel like I physically exerted myself too much, I guess, but mentally you're kind of just exhausted after some of those jobs because you just you have to be kind of on point with a lot of those things. Well, plus as well, you're 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 carrying Sean. <laughs> I'm sitting right there. <laughs> what did you say? He's sitting right there. <laughs> he, he drew he drew a little tear, I think. <laughs> Big guys do cry. Right, okay, so tell him what you're listening to this week, and then get off the microphone. Yeah. All right, what are you listening to this week then? Me? Yeah. Uh, uh, we just saw a band at this con this uh, festival that was right here in Denton. Um, so I've been listening to this band called Best Coast. Okay, I'm going to make a note of them. Best Coast, All right. Which is kind of funny because they sing a lot about California. So I don't know how Sean will feel about them, but. <laughs> but they're actually yeah, I think pretty good. Boys, playlists come in Sean's way after this, you know. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Okay, so best best what best coast? Yeah, best coast. Okay. And, and what else? Let's see. Guilty pleasures, please. Guilty pleasures. Oh, man. That's a uh, guilty pleasure. Man, I always love listening to The National. That's, that's my favorite. Oh, yeah. They're one of my favorite bands. Concert, they're great live. Like, they're almost better. I think they're better live, actually. But, uh, I, I, well, I didn't see them live live, but I saw them on a TV thing live. They did some shows in, in the UK recently and, and it was te uh, televised. They were a cracking band. Yeah. Really good band. They're very good. And so, like, when I just kind of don't know what I'm listening to, I'll turn them on and then I'll figure something else out, but I always dig them. 
Them and, um, and to Van Morrison when you come into Sean's place. Oh yeah, he's, that's, that's half the time what he's got on. That or some Texas country of some sort. Cool, good combination. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, man, listen, it was great talking to you. You too, my friend. Nice to meet you. Yeah, good stuff. Oh. And how do you say um, goodbye in Chinese? In Chinese, Zai Jian. Zai Jian, my friend. Zai Jian, my friend. All right, I'm back. Uh, that wasn't even scripted. I didn't even know he's coming in at this time, so that worked out okay. Well, I hope he didn't come in empty-handed, Sean. I hope he brought in, like, you know, uh, your foot. He, he, he brought a muffin. I got uh, a muffin. He brought himself a muffin, yes. Well, how do you know it was for me? I didn't uh, say. We know. Uh, so, that looks like you guys touched on some of the same things we were already talking about. That's interesting. Yeah, and it's real time, is so real. The struggle is real, folks. But hang in there is the moral of the story. And actually, I wanted to ask you, you know, what's your take on all of this now with the Cleveland thing and what you're looking back after a couple of months with hindsight and have you got a philosophy on it yet to kind of, you know? You know, I, I have such mixed feelings about, um, like, Doing the workshop and, um, you know, doing the talk up there and everything. Um, it was a great experience. I loved going to Cleveland. Uh, we had a great time. Really connected with a lot of people. Um, but it does take its toll to do that stuff, you know? You're, yeah. you're disconnecting for essentially a week, you know? Because even if you're only there for a few days, there's travel time and there's you know, getting stuff off your calendar and all that stuff and making sure you have bills paid. And um, But on the converse side to that, you know, we've already gotten, you know, probably seven, eight emails from people who said, you know, hey, we had a great time. We really enjoyed learning some of that stuff. And um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's meaningful and it's rewarding and it's worth doing. But, you know, then... Uh, there's the other side of it. The practical side of it is can get challenging. I, you know, I don't know how you could could do it on a regular basis. Like I know Mike Myers flying around all over the world, literally, you know, doing yeah. those workshops, and um, I don't I don't know how he's managing that as far as his business at home and home life. I don't I don't know how you would do it. I, I'm not wired. I think for they it. have a butler. They 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 line up a butler especially for yeah. him. They meet at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I recently just saw him on a, on a, on a really cool little thing. Um, you know the guy Sam Roberts you interviewed? Yeah. Sam Roberts, yeah. Goldstein's. Uh, um, well, he's got a new project on the go. And if you go on to Creative Re Review, co.uk, okay. it's like a kind of a, uh, it, it's actually a magazine, but it has a, web, a, a website magazine thing as well. And um, uh, Mike and uh, Sam and this other guy, um, Craig uh, Winslow, who's an experimental designer, Sean. Experimental? He's an experimental designer. What does that mean? Uh, you have to go on and check it out because, it, okay, what they did was they came up with a project to, uh, to, project, to do projection mapping on ghost signs. Okay. So existing ghost signs that were quite fa faint and faded right. uh, have a, have this kind of it's on a, it's it's actually it was it was just on um, over the weekend, and so they were kind of like like a nice uh, nighttime installation project of the the restored 
files that this guy, Craig Wilson, worked on, you know, uh, to to, uh, to to restore the ghost signs uh, in, in this really cool, interesting way. Okay. So they, they basically mapped, mapped out the whole, you know, the borders, all the text. But they did this, you know, it sounds kind of, uh, so what? But the way they did it was really cool. I'll check that out. That sounds cool. Yeah, because it kind of reveals the, the, the ghost lettering, uh, like the, the restored ghost lettering, in a way that, like, you know, those old um, Houdini-type uh, magic tricks where the, or seance where the, where the ghost appears, like it kind of it becomes... Right. Like a kind of a tr- like a like a camera trick. Right. It, was, it was done in that way, and it was very very smart. And there in the middle of it was your friend and mine, Minnesota Mike. Okay. Uh, and he had a big crowd around him, and they're doing talks and, and all this stuff. And I kind of think, God, yeah, same thing. How, how how does he do it? You know, it's a huge amount of energy. Yeah, yeah. I I think he's got a huge amount of energy, you know. Um, I think he's just one of those people that's got the drive to do it. I I don't, you know, I don't think I could do it. I mean, even, you know, coming back after Ireland, you know, like, I kind of crashed and burned for a couple of weeks just trying to get back into the rhythm of things. And, you know, and, and that wasn't even that um, intensive, you know. I think probably for me, the 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 uh most tiring thing of doing those kind of you know uh projects is the interaction with new people you know i'm definitely an introvert in you know in social settings so it's like you know the more people you meet it's like the more tired you feel of course but i if 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 meyer is an extrovert then he you know from everything i've read extroverts uh they they gain energy from social interaction and introverts are depleted by it. Mm. Briggs well, Meyer test. What's that? It's called the Briggs Meyer test here in the U.S. and it's this thing where you take you answer all these gazillion of questions and then it kind of gives you an overview of what your personality type is. It's pretty fascinating. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, kind of I can I can identify with some of that actually. You know, uh, we had a fiftieth. Uh, surprise birthday party on Saturday night for uh, you know friend of a friend of a friend. I was thinking, why are we going to this? You know, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, had to, I was working Saturday and Sunday, and um, you know, I'm, 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 I, like again, I was kind of really just not didn't want to go. You know, yeah, and I was so I was just so wrecked because again, you are you're you're speaking to people that you know, and they're very nice people. Uh, but you know, if you don't have it in the tank, uh, you you know, and and you've nothing left over after your your work, it's hard to kind of you know you're gonna you're like uh, this week now. I'm 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 back to work, and I haven't I I feel like I really didn't have a break. You know, I'm just really now running out of steam today, and I'm leaving you in a minute to go back down to this job that I'm working on. Uh. Try and get out of there before the um, the chippies. Uh, we call carpenters chippies here. Uh, they're coming in. Yeah, chippies and, and electricians are sparks. Chippies so, and sparks. Yeah, so I've been working around the sparks all week, which were fine. Two English guys. It feels like I'm in London because it's like, oh, mate, yeah, you're right, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, but the chippies are coming in tomorrow, and it's just going to be dust everywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah, stuff everywhere, and it just, you know. Anyway, so I'm going to try tonight to get done. Well, then I'm going to cut you loose so you can go finish that. But before I do. We got we got to talk music. Oh yeah. 
So what, I, I know you've been listening to this uh, new band because you sent me a link earlier, and that's all I listened to all this morning. Yeah, no, good. I, I, again, it was just a friend of mine put me onto them, and I'd heard of them as well over in and out, uh, kind of half tuned into them. Uh, uh, and I'm, I, I, I hope I'm pronouncing it properly. Uh, bon Ivers, I think that's what they're called. Uh, Cole saying Bon Iver. Okay, Bon Iver. Okay, even better. Yeah, that's far Listen. more. Listen to three different albums by them this morning. Really like them. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, yeah. Cool. So that was that was a good one. And I just been listening to you know a lot of classical music. Uh, Joseph Cantelou, uh, songs of the Avernes. Just it just it, you know south of France, kind of a peasant uh, um, sort of um, uh, songs. You know, but they've been orchestrated beautifully by this guy Joseph Cantelou. And uh, so that's been, that's been nice to work work on. And the client came in this morning and got some video of me working with the classical music on in the background. And she posted it on Twitter, which I'm not on, but I'm getting all this stuff kind of coming back and forth nice. on my email about it. And uh, you know, um, so that's really what I'm listening to. What about you? Uh, I've been really digging into uh, rockabilly because I'm going to be doing that radio show. So um, I've I've had a decent collection of rockabilly, but most of it's old stuff that yeah. I'm familiar old. with, like going like, back like into older, the, older. like the fi- like late '40s, early '50s on up okay. to the '60s. Okay. Um, you know everything from like Link Ray in the '60s down to like Moon Mullican in the late '40s. Um, uh, Wanda Jackson, not sure if you're familiar with her. Oh, yeah. She she was kind of a like icon of rockabilly for a lot of years. Um, there there's a, a um, uh, Maddox uh, Rose Maddox. Um, she's they're they're kind of a crazy thing. You should look them up. Very entertaining. Um, I think that was mostly fifties. Um, but it's her and her brothers, and they had like this really unique sound. Um, so just digging into a lot of that. But then I've got a, a, a buddy of mine. He's a designer in Dallas, Steve Jordan. Um, he's into a lot more of the newer stuff. So he sends me these uh, mixes he makes, which exposes me to a lot more of the newer rockabilly. So I'm going to kind of mix in both when I'm spinning okay. records on my show yeah. what show is this and where how do we hear it uh details to be revealed soon they've asked all of us to be very uh low-key about it but um it'll it'll be um details soon i'm just gonna say that yes it'll well, be on, it'll be on an fm radio station but you'll also be able to listen to it through the interwebs great well sean they did very well to get you you know they're, they're they're very lucky that you agreed to do it. I think it'll be a great show. Be- I begged them. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll it'll be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be called the Hot Rod Hour, and it's going to be a combination of like old rockabilly, new rockabilly type stuff, and then um, kind of talking about like current events that are within like car stuff going on in the Dallas area. It'll be fun. Great. 
All right. Well, listen. Good. Best of luck with it. Thank you. And uh, you know, uh, it's great to talk to you again. I haven't talked to you in a while. I know. Tell Nikki and Seth hello. And, and, and same to your nearest and dearest. Okay. And um, yeah, let's uh, let's schedule the next one soon so that we can keep up with our monthly obligation to the listeners. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, we could touch on my identity crisis vis-a-vis -vis my new Jeep branding overhaul project. You, you really are Larry David. You know, I've been going through <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm again lately, and it's like, I, yeah. I, I think you're Larry David, and I'm Richard Lewis. No. Oh my God, you're so Richard Lewis. <laughs> I was going to say Jimmy Ignatowski from Taxi. Oh, thanks. <laughs> On that note, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Okay, Hepcats, this is the part of the show where we play a song from the Arhuli Archive, so pay attention. You can get these tunes from the legendary Arhuli Records at arhuli.com. Now sit back, open up some one shot, crank up the volume, and expand your minds, babies. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we're going to give a demonstration of a New Orleans traditional jazz funeral without the body. Unless somebody drop D.
Thanks for listening, folks. Tune in next episode for more madness from Sean and Tom. This episode was brought to you by Full City Rooster Coffee Roasters, makers of the Sign Painters Blend, the coffee Sean and Tom drink in their studios every day. Also brought to you by RebelRouserHotRods.com. Licensed apparel by Sean Starr, including support your local sign painter gear. 